1: gentlemen welcome to friday night saturday morning whenever you're listening to this uh i am i almost said the buffalo wing butte i am in friday night wing mode here uh i am your co-host kyle ranny joined as always by mr gary hall gary how are you uh i'm great we just had a lot of food yeah uh it's fat boy friday here we apologize for the late release we figured this would be the best option this week for us to get a little bit of uh Headcount knowledge and thought process down here. Uh, really look into and pull up the the best options for fantasy this week for us. Uh, we're gonna talk about Thursday night's game, however. First, uh, the Washington football team edges out the New York Giants 30 to 29. In what was really, Gary, a great game.
0: Yeah, I ended up not watching the whole thing, but I the, what, the parts that I watched, it was
1: pretty good. I was glued. You went downstairs. And it was a back-and-forth battle in the entire second. Uh, what a game that ended up being Dustin Hopkins really uh, coming up clutch when Washington needs it. Um, man, outside of this, Taylor Hankey outside of one really poor decision, looking like he could be the answer there in Washington as well. Going 336 for two touchdowns, one interception. The interception was costly. The interception almost did cost them the entire game. Um... Antonio Gibson kind of comes back down to being pedestrian, targeted twice. Um, two catches for four yards, Sit 13 rushes for 69 yards. Uh, JD McKissick on the ground, 4 of 10 for rushing, but goes 5 of 83 in the air. Has a really good day there. Terry McLaurin, the star of the show last night, Gary, 11 of 107 and a touch.
0: Yeah, um, he's really coming into his own. We were talking about that this season, I was Terry McLaurin's going to be a
1: guy to watch. I'll say this much too, man. Uh, Daniel Jones getting a lot of a lot of slack here this last day. Uh, still had a nice stat line. Went uh, 22 of 32, 249 and one touchdown. No picks. Was sacked four times. Their line was awful last night. But with a poor line, still goes 9 of 95 for a touch and had a long rush call back. Uh, Saquon on the other hand, not looking like the Saquon people were hoping for. No, I mean...
0: I don't know if it's to do with the, the injury still or if it's just the, the line. line, whatever. He's just not putting together the uh, normal Saquon stats.
1: Yeah, I mean, Saquon throwing up 13 rushes, 57 yards, and on all reality here, Gary, if you take away his longest rush of 41 yards, he went 12 rushes for 16 yards. Yeah. Uh, and that's hideous. Yeah. <laughs> Targeted three times, does catch two of them for 12 yards, but Saquon really struggling to get going. Sterling Shepard, on the other hand, though, 9 of 94. Sterling's uh, on a hot streak.
0: Yeah, definitely coming in. Uh, looking like a solid number two option. I know they got, um, it's Galladay, right? They got they've got got Galladay
1: and they've got Kadarius Tony, And, uh, I mean, we're really seeing the, the guy who's breaking out and taking the names being Sterling Shepard, who yeah. I think a lot of people saw as an afterthought. Right, I mean,
0: you thought, you would think Gallaudet is going to be the guy there, but I mean, it's still early
1: in the season, we'll see what happens, but he's looking like a good number two. Absolutely, but we're here today, guys, and the reason we're releasing so late, uh, we're doing going to do our best here to really work on and put together the stardom sit for the week, matchups we like, matchups we don't like. Uh, I'm going to try to find my listing from last week here. Gary, any matchups you want to start us off with here?
0: Yeah, I'll start off with a tight end matchup I kind of like. I'm, I, I kind of like Austin Hooper with Cleveland uh, versus Houston. Uh, let's see here. Last week, what did he do last week? He had 13 points last week, and he's projected um, to have 11, and I think
1: he'll have more than that this week against Houston. Yeah, um, I mean, Houston's been ugly. On the other hand, though, I will go opposite you on that. I kind of like Jordan Aiken. Or Farrell Br- uh, Brown this week mm. in Houston as a starting tight end there. Atlanta was porous last week in tight end cover. Uh, Dales Godard had a, I believe it was, yeah, Dallas Godard had a solid, uh, solid day last week. So that's a guy who I'm happy with. I am considering starting uh, Jordan Aiken in a couple mm. dynasty leagues myself. Uh, but also a matchup that I'm kind of talking myself into slightly here. I kind of like CJ Uzuma this week. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati's tight end got started to get targets last week. Um, it's a guy who I've talked up a lot on the show. He had some good numbers prior. But he got two targets, 24 yards, caught both of them last week. Or two targets, 35 yards, averaging 17.5 a catch on those last week. And then you're going to go through and add that Chicago just kind of let Tyler Higby go bananas last week. Yeah. That's it's a matchup where I think it's it's under the radar, it's a little sneaky, but I think it's really something that could end up being exploited. I could see Uzuma, at least especially in like uh daily fantasy situation, I could see Ozuma being someone who ends up pulling off a 10 to 15 point game for 4700 on on sites such as FanDuel. Um normal daily your your redraft leagues though, Dallas Goddard as well against San Fran. San Fran allowed the twenty nine most points last week or the, the third most points last week to the secondary. Uh big fan of Matt Stafford this week as well. Gary. Who does they have? They have Indy who's missing Xavier Rhodes again. Okay. Uh granted Seattle didn't throw for a bunch of yards on them, but Seattle had four touchdowns almost immediately and then just had to play protect the ball the rest of the game. Um, I, I'll tell you this I kind of like Aaron Rodgers as well this week I know everyone's going to be against him Well he had a bad week last week I don't see him doing it back to back weeks Especially, especially in Detroit. prime time Especially against Detroit Who is no longer having Jeff Okuda play As he is out for the season I also kind of like Jared Goff in that game too
0: Against how bad Green Bay's defence did last week.
1: I mean the fact that Green Bay's defence allowed how many points to Jameis Winston. Right. Um, Jared Goff's a nice pickup. The problem for, for most people in DFS, you aren't gonna be really really be able to get him. Uh it's very specific gaming for Monday nights. Yeah. But right. in your league if you're in a pinch, uh, why not? Daniel Jones in redraft leagues, Gary, in our league had twenty nine points last night. Wow. Wow.
0: I always tell people it's like In the primetime games, players usually tend to have, like, elevated points. I don't know why. It's just one of those things where a lot of times the players you aren't expecting are the ones that end up having those big games.
1: I'll tell you who not to play this week. Don't play uh, Josh Jacobs because he's not playing. Does he? He was officially listed as out this week. Uh, Availability. Let's go with this. I want to go see opposing matchups here. Baltimore, I mean Patrick Mahomes is an easy one. Justin Herbert, okay, let's go in this route here, Gary. We talked down Justin Herbert slightly last week. Uh, we said that he'd have a tougher match against Washington. I would say take off the training wheels this week, however. Justin Herbert against Dallas. Dallas looked horrendous. Yeah, I think I think Herbert's going to be one of the top three or top three quarterbacks and come back and kick ass this week. And that would be a sim-
0: similar thing for Eckler, because he's going to be used heavily in the passing game. Um,
1: you got to hope. He saw zero targets last week, and that's a bit that might concerning.
0: S- part of the game plan, though.
1: you got to hope so, because to me, that's concerning. I like Eckler, and I've called Eckler one of the best options in terms of PPR leagues, but to see zero targets last week is a hideous site Um...
0: I like New England's defense against the Jets.
1: I'm trying to see if I can pull up the the week two. There we go. Roto baller week two quarterback wide receiver matchups here. Uh, we were pretty spot on in a lot of these last week, Gary. I'll tell you that much. One of the ones that was ugly. A lot of people had higher thoughts on Allen Robinson, and then question: Well, why didn't Robinson uh, really do much more? I mean, Allen Robinson didn't have an option. Allen Robinson was was sent on short routes. He got Jalen Ramsey last week. Yeah, I kind of liked Jacoby Myers this week. Um, Targeted who do nine. They
0: have? they have the Jets, so it was six receptions uh, for nine targets last week. Only forty-four yards. I kind of like that stat line because nine, nine targets uh, with a rookie quarterback, one of these times you're going to get a touchdown. The one thing you got to for... be careful
1: on is, and I like this actually a lot here, <clears throat> the Roto Baller really upgraded this, Gary. Hmm. They actually added a points per game against hmm. uh, option of how many points in coverage these corners have, have gone against. Uh, Jacoby Myers plays against Michael Carter, who only allowed 5.6 points per game last week. However, he also was playing who out of the slot? Right. Who's the slot receiver he would have really seen in Carolina last week? Uh, I think Myers is going to see a real uptick this week. Uh, I mean, this, this this site's pretty spot on. Last night, we saw a big upgrade here. Uh, Adam Humphreys had... 11 and change in most leagues which a lot of people probably wouldn't have guessed Darnay Holmes last uh, week one allowed 13 points against so Darnay Holmes isn't it um, I'll tell you this much Cincinnati if you want the uh, the winner there against Chicago we're actually going to go with Tyler Boyd this week yeah Marquis Christian allowed 23 and points in slot cover last week Tyler Boyd's going to be a serious trouble this week. Keenan Allen's a go for it, although you got to think that Jordan Lewis is going to bounce back. Jordan Lewis is a stud of a player. KJ Hamler sees Tyson and Campbell this week, who allowed almost 15 points. Uh, Legereus Sneed allowed 20 points in the Cleveland game to a slot receiver, which is Jarvis. Uh, so I don't think I'm jumping on um, Devin Duvernay. Cole Beasley gets a matchup against Nick Needham, who allowed almost 10 points last week. I think if you've got Beasley, he's definitely an option to play this week. Braxton Berrios, Gary, again. Jonathan Jones last week allowed 16 points to the slot receiver in New York. And Berrios is most likely going to get that slot not again. Braxton Barrios is a sneaky yeah. start in daily. Everyone forgets about him. Uh, same with Hunter Renfro, though. Hunter Renfro facing against Trey Norton here. Trey Norton allowed 14 points last week. It's because they get the catches but not the touchdowns. Russell Gage does the same, though. Russell Gage will be facing Ross Cockrell this week, who allowed 23 points in coverage last week. Uh, There's some goofy players here that should be against easier matchups. I mean, LaVisca Chenault could be one. Chenault pans to be the slot guy. He gets Bryce Callahan this week, who allowed 25 points last game. Yeah. Uh, Guys to really avoid, though? I don't know how much it's going to happen, but Isaiah Oliver with Atlanta only allowed five points. He faces uh, Chris Godwin. Brandon Cook sees Troy Hill this week. Troy Hill allowed less than five points. Alan Lazard faces A.J. Parker in the Detroit matchup, and Parker allowed two points last week. Amonor St. Brown kind of channeling the same thing. Cooper Cup faces Kenny Moore, so that's kind of what happened last week, I think. Um... The Seattle game, it looks like Tyler Lockett switched to an outside receiver. And that's it. Is Tyler Lockett, when we said we didn't like him as a slot option, Gary Mm -hmm. switched to the outside, sees TJ Carey and hangs 26 on TJ Carey. Mm -hmm. Uh, Guess who has TJ Carey as the outside guy this week? Robert Woods. Okay. (laughs) Robert Woods might be a starter there, like a big play. Kenny Moore stayed locked down. He allowed half a point in coverage last week. Cooper Cup uh, is expected to see Kenny Moore this week. Mm -hmm. Not a great sign for Cooper Cup owners. Juju Smith-Schuster sees Nate Hobbs this week. Nate Hobbs allowed one and a half points last week. Who's Buffalo? Jalen Waddell expected about 10 out of that. Will Fuller, if he plays, expected 10. Devontae Parker, it says Trey White allowed 14.6 points last week. Which makes sense. Trey White was in coverage on the touchdown for the Deontay Johnson touchdown. Uh, Deontay Harris is a guy for New Orleans. He had a big week. He had one big touchdown. Faces J.C. Horn, the rookie, who gave up 27 points last week. Stephon Diggs gets Byron Jones this week, who gave up 19 last week. Uh, Patrick Peterson draws DeAndre Hopkins in the Minnesota... Arizona game. That'll be interesting. you got to think that that's a friendly rivalry, but also a little more than that. Uh, Tampa Bay, here you go, Gary. This is a guy I've got in most of my daily fantasy. I think a lot of people are concerned with him after the last week. Calvin Ridley sees Jamel Dean from Tampa. You know who had Jamel Dean's name's uh, pretty big? No. That's a guy who allowed Amari Cooper to put up almost 40 points last week. think somebody should be going back to the well on Calvin Ridley this week? Oh, yeah. I sure sh- shit think so. Uh, Janoris Jenkins sees DK Metcalf, who allowed twenty-seven last week. Marquise Goodwin again, man. Marquise Goodwin had, had a showing in Chicago last week. Faces Eli Apple, who allowed thirty points last or this past game. Um, Denzel Ward sees Chris Conley. Denzel Ward allowed thirty-seven point one points last week. But Denzel Ward also faced Tariq Hill. Chris Conley is a little bit different than Tariq Hill. Jalen Goyton gets himself a nice matchup as a low-end fantasy flex player. Anthony Schwartz, a guy who might start getting picked up a little more, faces Terrence Marshall, who allowed 19 points last week. Uh, Guys not to look at, though. This is going to be interesting. I think everyone's going to jump on the Debo Samuel bandwagon. And if everything draws the correct way here, Gary... Debo should be seeing cover from Darius Slay. Mm -hmm. You know how many points Darius Slay allowed last week? No, out of the top of my head. Absolutely zero. Darius Slay kept an even match here. Uh, Elijah Moore, the same thing. Elijah Moore draws J.C. Jackson, who had zero points against last week. Uh, Dante Jackson gets Chris Hogan. Dante Jackson, obviously one of the better corners in the league at this point for Carolina, had less than a point against. um, Marquise Hollywood-Brown coming off one good game. Seeing Mike Hughes or LeJarrius in Kansas City, who allowed less than a point and a half last game. Uh, I guess it's easier to highlight the guys who we don't want to see start really this week. Juju, Muhammad Sanu, um, Amon or St. Brown, Cooper Cup, Elijah Moore, Debo Samuel. Obviously this will change, but these were guys that were locked down this past week. Everybody's kind of jumping on uh, Adam Thielen again. Oh, he had two touchdowns this past week. Guess what Adam Thielen draws? Robert Alford. Um, And Robert Alford only allowed six points last week. (laughs) Gary, how about uh, running backs? Anything on running back?
0: Yeah, you and I talked about it earlier. Um, I don't like Mike Davis this
1: week. We do Uh, like Jamal Williams. Yeah,
0: we do like Jamal Williams. Um, Had a solid week last week. I think he could put it together again this week at Green Bay. I might have to change that. Um, we don't like Mike Davis because he's against the, the tough
1: Bucks defense. The Bucks defense just held a lot in check, and they really stifled um, Zeke last week. So I'm not necessarily jumping to go any faster on that. Why do I want to start somebody who, by all accounts, nothing against Mike Davis, but by all accounts, really stopped a better option? Um... I don't like Gaskins this week. Not against Buffalo. Buffalo actually looked pretty good um, against the, the run last Right. Last week. Uh, let me see what you I got. You would not have
0: here. guessed Najee Harris was a Heisman candidate. No.
1: Uh, remainder of running backs all available. Uh, Derrick Henry should bounce back this week. Najee Harris should have a better game. Yeah, he Las won. Vegas did not look good. They were 27th in, against points. Um, which is interesting because it's not like, uh, Baltimore had running backs. Baltimore rotated through backs right. and nobody was great there. Uh, Aaron Jones should have a bounce back. Detroit allowed the 26 most points or allowed the eighth most points. Miles Sanders is a guy who's on this list. He's 32nd. Everyone's going to go, Miles Sanders is going to have a, new, a better week. Wrong. Gary, I'm gonna call this right now. You and I have been wanting to call this all off season. Fade Miles Sanders. Let's get some Kenny Gainwell action here.
0: Yeah, I picked up Gainwell one of my. Gainwell
1: had a nice stat week last week. He did a very good job of getting of making the most of his reps in the game. Um, I'll tell you another name I really like too, though. I like Chase Edmonds this week. Chase Edmonds sees Minnesota. Minnesota allowed. Um, Joe Mixon to really have a day. And we called that on here. Joe Mixon would have a day. Uh, You know what's significant about Chase Edmonds there? What? Anthony Barr still not healthy, will not play. Yep. Everson Griffin got in a car accident. He's got a concussion and will not play. So two more members of the front seven that was already weakened last week are not going to start again this week. Gary, got any... Running backs you don't think should be played this week? Mm, that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm going to go with Zeke again. Who do they have? Zeke's got Carolina, who held everybody in check pretty well last week. Um, I'm going to go Chris Carson again as well. I don't like Chris Carson this year that much. Uh, Chris Carson against, Tampa, or against uh, Tennessee. I think Russ is really going to just shred them in the air. I'm going to go... I was gonna go with Kenyon Drake, but I think I'm gonna say start Kenyon Drake. I'm not a big uh Elijah Mitchell fan. I'll say that. That's gonna come solely down to a bunch to, of people on him. But that's gonna come solely down to Sunday to see if Trey Sermon's up or not. Right. If Sermon's up, man, there's no reason to be starting Elijah Mitchell. And you're going to, people are gonna get trapped in it, people are gonna lose games because of Elijah Mitchell this week. Uh, I don't agree with the downside of Jamal Williams. I think he's going to continue to see reps. I get it. DeAndre Swift is the guy there. There's no denial of that. But Jamal Williams is the known receiving back end to there. Why would you think anything else that he wouldn't be the guy who's going to get the points? He's, he's going to be your receiver. Uh, uh, Gary, we kind of talk quarterbacks. We're talking tight end action here. Or? For sit Uh start him, sit him, tight end. I don't like Mike Gusecki this week for some reason. Um, Buffalo actually locked up the tight end pretty well this past week, so I could see why. Uh, I like Dallas Goder a lot. I like Tyler Higbee a lot. I don't trust Robert Tunyon. They got faster in Detroit in the middle. Uh, I will say I don't like Kyle Pitts this
0: week with the athletic linebackers that... Yep. Um,
1: Tampa has. I'll tell you what I don't, or what I disagree with, a player that I'm seeing a lot that, that they think uh, is going to have a bad week, Janu Smith. Yeah. It's the Jets. And they just put half their defense on the IR. Um, you liked Hooper. I'm not going to talk up Ertz. Ertz is touched on dependent. Uh, I I kind of like Tyler Conklin. Mm-hmm. But against Arizona, they might have the most athletic linebacker duo in the league. Um, I'm intrigued to see what Adam Traumann does against Carolina. I truthfully am. And I already did talk about CJ Ozuma. Everybody's going to jump on the Jawan Johnson bandwagon this week. And I can't see that train, uh, continuing at the pace that it is. Uh, Gary, uh, any other players you want to talk on? I'm looking here. I'm going through my sheet.
0: I'm hoping Marquez Kelly has an improved day. I think that was only because they were blowing out
1: uh, Green Bay already. I'll say this. Don't sleep on the Bills' defense. I know a lot of people are already like, no, they're washed. I can see this week being tough for Miami. Um, Jump back on on Tampa's defense. Fade New Orleans. I know New Orleans just had a hell of a game. I'm not buying that they'll do that a second time in a row, especially against Carolina. Uh, Anybody who follows pro football focus, and I know they can be very hit or miss, uh, pro Football Focus actually has Sam Darnold ranked as the second best quarterback in the league last week. Hmm.
0: I am curious to see what the Bills do with the running back situation if they're going to activate or keep. They Moss said
1: uh, McDermott actually said today that part of Moss's deactivation was his missing time in training camp, and he looked good in, in practice this whole week, so he's on pace to play. Um, that being said, same issue with Brandon Ayuk though. Uh, Kyle Shanahan somehow has landed that man in his doghouse, and it doesn't yeah. sound good for Brandon Ayuk.
0: He said he looks lazy.
1: Yeah, looks lazy, lazy looks uh, looks injured, and there he just doesn't look like he cares about learning the offense. So, uh, as much as it pains me for being two guys that were super Ayuk fans, until we see a resolve out of San Fran, you kind of have to avoid Ayuk completely, and yeah. I hate it. Uh, Garrett, getting those from talker. We think that's it I for this. I think week? that's it. We'll make that short and sweet, about 25 minutes or so. Uh, guys, we thank you for listening in. Happy Friday night, Saturday morning. Whenever you listen to this, happy Sunday. Go football teams. Uh, don't forget to check out our sponsors, Jeanette, over at The Harrapie Sessions Buffalo. She'll make you look real pretty. Damien at the Platter Box in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Uh, and our newest sponsor, Chicken Dippin' out of Texas. Uh, what goes better? than chicken wings and football absolutely nothing you're wrong if you answered that Mm. um go get yourself some wings order yourself a nice two-pack of stainless steel chicken dipping uh from our friend kyle in texas no not me other kyle try them out with your wings it's like a little bathtub for your wings except for it won't make your wings soggy you'll thank us later but gary unless you've got anything else you want to add
0: No, um, good luck in your
1: matchups. Good luck in your matchups, guys, and until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.